Antediluvian Revelations, a poetic retelling of the Book of Enoch, the Prophet. Part 2, Canto 4, The Parable of Understanding. Concerning the third parable, the saints and the elect, blessed are you, saints and elect, for glorious is your lot. The saints shall exist in the light of the Lord, and the elect in the light of everlasting life, the days of whose life shall never terminate, nor shall the days of the saints be numbered who seek for light and obtain righteousness with the Lord of spirits, the Almighty God. Peace be unto the saints who are with the Lord. From this time forward the saints will seek in heaven the secrets of righteousness and a greater portion of faith, hope, and love, while darkness passes in the presence of eternal truth. For the sun has arisen over all of it upon the earth. There shall be light unextinguishable, interminable, nor shall they enter upon the enumeration of time, for darkness shall be previously destroyed and light shall increase before the Lord of Spirits, before the Holy Spirit. The light of uprightness will increase forever and in eternal truth. In those days, the times of these prophecies of Enoch, whose eyes beheld the secrets of lightning inside, untold splendors and judgment will belong to the saints. They will have light as a blessing to expose the curse, this being a clue about these parables, according to the will of the Holy Spirit, which judges all who dare enter here to either be willing to accept the joy of this blessing or accept the painful condemnation of a curse. There, in that place where light shone brightly, Enoch saw the secrets of thunder when it rattles above in heaven and how its sound is heard on earth. The civilizations of the earth were also shown to him when he traveled the world to see them with the watchers. The sound of thunder is for peace and for a blessing as well as a curse according to the word of God. Afterwards, Enoch saw every secret of the splendors and of the lightnings that bless the propagation on earth. In the five hundredth year of Enoch's life, on the fourteenth day of the seventh month, in these antediluvian revelations, Enoch saw that the heavens of heavens shook, that it shook violently like never before, and that the powers of the Most High and the angels, thousands of thousands and myriads of myriads, were agitated greatly. When Enoch looked to heaven, he saw the Lord the Ancient of Days, sitting on his throne of glory, while angels and saints were standing around him, a great trembling came upon Enoch, and terror seized him. His legs became weak, and he was unable to stand. He lost self-control and fell upon his face to pray. Then Holy Michael, one of the holy ones, whom God raised up among the saints, raised Enoch from his state of prostration. When Michael raised Enoch, his hopes returned, for he was incapable of enduring the vision of violence, its agitation, and the concussion of heaven and earth in a state of war. Then Holy Michael said to Enoch, Wherefore art thou disturbed at this vision? Hitherto has existed the day of mercy, and God has been merciful and long-suffering towards all who dwell upon the earth. Being more relieved to hear Michael's holy reassurances, Enoch gave to him his countenance that he might say more. When the time shall come, then shall the power, the punishment, and the judgment day take place which the Lord of Spirits has prepared for all, for those who prostrate themselves to his righteous judgment, for those atheists, Christians, Jews, and Muslims, who abjure his judgment in vanity, and for all those who have taken his name in vain. That day has been prepared for the elect as a day of covenant with the righteous followers of eternal truth, and for sinners who deny those truths as a day of inquisition. God will know who has insulted him. With faithless accusations of polytheism, Enoch further saw in his vision of this future time that there will be two beasts distributed to feed, 
a female monster whose name is Leviathan, dwelling in the depths of the sea and above the spring of waters, and a male monster whose name is Behemoth, which possesses while sliding on its belly the invisible wilderness. God had given them the gift of judgment, when once in the east of the Garden of Eden they did together entice a woman to transgress. There they did receive a name from Enoch's ancestor, who was the first man, Adam, the first of all men, whom the Lord of Spirits made whole from the earth. Upon having this vision of some future 21st century event, Enoch asked another angel to show him the power of these beasts, how they became separated on the same day, one being in the depths of the sea, and one in the dry desert slithering on its belly, lying and deceiving as they both devoured the innocent, and the angel of peace, who was with Enoch, said, You, son of man, are here desirous of understanding secret things. After a moment, the angel said, these two monsters are God's will to be on earth when and where they are, because they will become the cause of destruction, that the punishment of God may not be in vain. Children will be slain with their mothers, and sons will be slain with their fathers, because these two monsters enable these horrors by means of their yearning for blood and power. When the punishment of the Lord of Spirits occurs, it will afflict them and their offspring for eternity and punishment for their blasphemy of the Holy Spirit will not have been in vain. All among mankind will know their own individual fate after their time in power on the earth over the innocent has passed. The joyousness and horror of Judgment Day will exist with mercy for the righteous and long-suffering for the wicked. Then Fanwell, the angel of repentance and hope, came to Enoch. This angel was different from all of the others because he was God's chosen one, and he spoke, saying, these are the first and last secrets in heaven above and in the depths of earth below it, in the farthest reaches of heaven, in the foundations of its majesty, and in the receptacle of the winds. Spirits are divided, being balanced equally, both springs of the winds being numbered in accordance with the force of their spirits. The powers of the moon's light are just. The stars have divisions and respective names. They are divided into their own groups appearing as lightning flashes when any of them descend to earth. These myriads like troops marching who obey, stopping only when there is a thunder in continuance of their sounds. This lightning and thunder are not separated. They do not move with a single influence, and they are not separated from each other. When the lightning lightens the thunder sounds, and the spirit at a proper period pauses them, making an equal division between them. The power that holds them from falling from their places becomes loose as sand as they leave their receptacles. Many of them, each in their turn, in their proper season, break from the restraint of their bridles and turn from their positions by the power of the spirits which thus propel them accordingly to the extent of the earth. Banwell was speaking and spoke in such strange riddles that Enoch was having great difficulty understanding. But that is the point of this parable about understanding, for all it seemed that Fanwell was saying, the riddle seemed to describe how stars, or the power of them, can be contained in a place like a horse attached to a cart, but they can be released from their places to go upon the earth. It was confusing, but Enoch listened as Fanwell continued. The spirit within the sea is also very potent and strong, and a strong power that causes it to ebb with great waves, so that it is driven forwards and scatters against the mountains of earth, the spirit of frost has its angel, and in the spirit of hail there is a good angel, for hail is the sign of the Lord's favor, while snow increases in its strength, and only a solitary spirit is in it. A solitary vapor ascends from within, it being called refrigeration, 
The spirit of mist dwells among these in a receptacle to itself, for its progress is a splendor in light, darkness, winter, and summer. Its receptacle is bright, and an angel is within it. The light of that angel is visible when the door is open. The spirit of dew has its abode in the extremities of heaven, in connection with the receptacle of rain, having its progress in both winter and summer. The cloud it produces in the cloud of mist become united. One gives to the other when the spirit of rain is in motion. And angels come to open its receptacle to bring it forth, this falling of a mist from all of these powers of stars that loosen and fall over frost, hail, and snow, sprinkle over all of the earth as a mist into every place. It forms a union with every kind of water, soil, and air. The waters remain on the ground, being the nourishment to the earth from the Most High, who is in heaven. Kept in storage like being in a refrigerator, which has a light that turns on when open, being a light of understanding above one's head, a virus can mutate when removed from it and allowed to move in the air like a mist from one host to another as it grows and spreads. On account of these biological and nuclear weapons, many creatures will die from the contagions and fallout because they had all accepted the mark of the beast. These are the things Enoch saw while he was in paradise, and it is a matter of understanding to know them with wisdom. In another time, which is some time in the future, Enoch beheld angels taking long ropes with them in flight, fleeting and advancing northward into the heavens. Enoch asked the angel who had come to him with this vision, Wherefore have they taken those long ropes and gone forth? This angel, being the holy Gabriel, said in reply, They are going forth to measure, so that there is a measurement of the righteous. Several cords of rope shall the righteous require, and they will forever trust in the name of the Lord of Spirits. The elect will come to know the elect when they are brought together. These angels will take measures of their faith in the eternal truth, which shall strengthen the words of righteousness. These measures will reveal all the secrets concealed on earth. It shall come to pass that those who have been destroyed in the desert, those who were devoured by the fish of the sea, and those eaten by the wild beasts in the wilderness, shall return to life and rise from the dead being whole again on the day that the elect one calls to them. The apostate and true believers in the eternal truth will return to those sanctuaries where the message of repentance will once again be spoken without pagan, heretical lies. None shall perish in the presence of the Lord of Spirits, nor shall any of the righteous be capable of perishing. They will receive the Lord's commandment like a fire burning bright within them. All those who are in the heavens above will rejoice at the sign of His arrival with a combined power, voice, and splendor. First, with their voices they will bless the Lord, they will exalt Him, and they will glorify Him with wisdom. They will ascribe to Him wisdom with word and the breath of life. Then the Holy Spirit will seat the elect one upon a throne of glory, where He shall judge all the works of the holy, in both the heavens above and in balance on the earth below. He will weigh and evaluate all their actions. He will lift up His eyes to judge their secret ways in the name of the Holy Spirit. In the word of Almighty God, and in the progress of the righteous on the paths of righteousness. The chosen one will be the judge of all mankind, being judged worthy by God most high. The righteous shall all speak with a united voice, blessing, glorifying, exalting, and praising the name of the Holy Spirit. Any who oppose these blessings of God Almighty by refusing the doctrine of eternal truth will perish. Enoch knew more for certain that this was Gabriel, who spoke to him about the glory of God and the consummation of heaven and earth. He prayed the angel to continue. He shall call to every power of the heavens, to all the holy above, and to the power of God, 
the cherubim, the seraphim, the ophanim, and all the angels of power, and the angels of the Lord will announce the elect one who will be on earth, having the power over heaven and earth on that day. He shall raise their united voices. They shall bless, glorify, praise, and exalt the Lord with the spirit of faith, wisdom, patience, and mercy. With the spirit of judgment, peace, and benevolence, all shall say with one united voice, Blessed is the Lord. The name of the Lord of spirits will be blessed forever. And those who never sleep in heaven above will bless his name. All of holy heaven shall bless the name of the Lord. All elect who dwell in the garden of life. Every spirit of light who is capable of blessing, exalting, and praising. And every mortal man shall glorify, bless, and praise the name of the Lord. For his powers in the heavens are more than any other. Great is the mercy of the Lord of spirits. Long is his suffering for the faith, hope, and love of mankind. All of his works and his powers are the things which he has done by revealing this to all of the saints and the elect in the name of the Holy Spirit. Gabriel paused a moment before continuing because he was preparing to say something significant. It was as thus that the Lord commanded the kings, the princes, the exalted, and those who dwell on earth, saying, Open your eyes and lift up your voices. Sound the alarm with horns and trumpets of elation, if you are capable of understanding who is the elect one. The Lord of spirits, the Almighty God, sat upon the throne of his glory. The spirit of righteousness was poured out over him. These words that come from his mouth shall destroy all the sinners, all the ungodly, who shall perish in his presence in that day. All of the kings, the princes, the earthly exalted, and those who possess the earth and its wealth with power will stand up, behold him, and perceive that he is sitting on the throne of his glory. He has come to judge the saints for their righteousness in his righteousness, and the sinners for their wickedness with his punishment. Nothing that has been spoken before him and in his name shall have been spoken in vain, because it is the eternal truth. For those who have denied these truths or his word and name, they shall come to know their error that they did not, upon knowing the truth of it, cry out in agony like a woman in labor, whose labor was severe when the child comes to the mouth of the womb being difficult to birth. It is ironic that they are like this confused of a birth and wanting to believe a lie about the Messiah's birth. They will look at each other from one portion to the other, being astonished, and their faces will show humility, because trouble shall seize them when they shall behold the Son of Man, the Chosen One, the Messiah whom they have dishonored with lies, whom they have accused of being the son of woman, sitting upon the throne of his glory. Then shall these kings, the princes, and all who possess the earth glorify him who has dominion over all things, him who was concealed in the little book, for from the beginning the Son of Man existed in secret, preserved in the presence of the Most High, and later revealed to the righteous elect who received the little book as God commanded. He shall bring together the congregations of the saints and of the elect whom God chooses for their true faith in him, and they will all stand before him on that day. All the kings, the princes, the exalted, and those who rule earth shall fall down on their faces before Eloi and worship him. They will fix their hopes on the Son of Man, praying to him and petitioning him for his mercy they claim to be owed. Then the Lord of Spirits will hasten to expel them from his presence. Their faces shall be full of confusion and their faces shall darkness cover. The angels will take them away to punishment, so that vengeance may be inflicted on all those who have oppressed God's children and his elect, for they claim the elect one was son of woman, when he had always been the son of a man. They will become an example to the saints and to the elect. Through their judgment shall all others be made joyful. 
for the anger of the Holy Spirit shall rest upon them. Then the sword of the Lord of Spirits shall be drunk with their blood. But the saints and elect shall be safe in that day. They will not see the face of the sinners and ungodly ever again. The Lord of Spirits shall remain over them. And with the Son of Man shall they dwell, eat, rest, and rise forever. The saints and the elect have arisen from the earth. They departed from the deep press of their earthly bounds. And they have been clothed with the garments of life everlasting. Those garments are with the Holy Spirit who clothes them in raiments that will never fade, nor in his glory diminish. Gabriel completed this pronouncement to all of humanity while making preparations for his final task on earth. Moreover, in those days, the kings who possess the earth shall be punished by the angel of God's wrath. Whensoever they have been delivered up in full measure, God may give those faithful ones rest for a short period, that the others remaining may fall down and worship before the Lord of Spirits, confessing their sins before him. They will not lose hope because of this time of tribulation. They shall bless and glorify the Holy Spirit, saying, Blessed is the Holy Spirit, the Lord of kings, the Lord of princes, the Lord of righteousness, the Lord of glory, the Lord of wisdom. Here shall be revealed a secret thing in the lines above, through God's gift of spiritual enlightenment. This power increases from generation to generation, and it is God's glory for ever and ever. Deep are all the secrets in this parable, numberless they are, and the righteousness to understand them cannot be computed now. All must know that all should glorify and bless the Lord, the Lord of lords and King of kings, who is king over all things. All will say, Let us glorify, laud, bless, and repent in his presence. He who has granted us rest, for he is most glorious in his mercy. Afterwards the name of the Son of Man, living eternally with the power of the Holy Spirit, was exalted by all of the inhabitants of the earth. His name was exalted in all vessels of the Holy Spirit, and his name went forth in the midst of them all. When it will be his time to be drawn in the midst of them, they will go with him to the new earth in the new heaven, where he will be seated between the north and the west, the place where the angels took Enoch, showing him the measurement of this place for the elect and righteousness. In that new galaxy, which will be a new heaven, there will be a new earth upon which will grow the tree of knowledge, among many other splendors. In that place, being the seat of a constellation of stars that appear in the heavens like the throne of God, all will behold the fathers of the first men, the saints, and all who dwell in that place forever. Moreover, sinners will ask, who will grant us rest to glorify, laud, bless, and repent in the presence of God's glory? Now small is the rest they desire, but they will not find it. They will be rejected and will not possess it. Light has passed away from before them, and darkness has covered their thrones forever. Those unrighteous, unwilling to listen and heed these words, will not have repented of their sins before God. They will not have glorified the Lord in all his works, but they will have trusted in the dark specters of their dominion and their own glory in the day of their suffering and their trouble. God will not save those prideful ones, nor will they find rest until they profess their faith in the eternal truth, in all God's works, in all his judgments, and in his righteousness. In his judgments, God pays no respects to any persons, and blasphemers must depart from his presence on account of their evil deeds of polytheistic pagan idolatry. All their sins are truly without number. Then shall they say to themselves, Our souls are satiated with the instruments of crime. We have confessed all of our sins before our Savior, yet that does not prevent us from descending into the flaming womb of hell. Afterwards their countenance shall be filled with darkness and confusion before the Son of Man. 
from whose presence they shall be expelled, and before whom the sword shall remain to expel them. Thus saith the Lord of Spirits. This is the decree and the judgment against the princes, the kings, the self-exalted, and those who possess the earth, while calling the elect one, son of woman, and doing this in the presence of the Lord of Spirits. This insult, the Holy Spirit, will not abide. He will not grant clemency for this error, because the doctrine of eternal truth was made known to them. Thus they made a choice to reject the truth that I am the Holy Spirit. Just as it is written, so will it be, because God Almighty has spoken. This concludes this episode of Antediluvian Revelations, a poetic retelling of the Book of Enoch, the Prophet. Be sure to subscribe or follow for notifications of new releases. Thank you for listening. I am Michael.